I gotta say something about this shit, bro. Dwayne Wade, you gone too fucking far, dog. That is a male. A 12-year-old. At 12, they don't even know, they don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't even, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything, at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you gonna... Like, bro, it's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. If he gonna be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He don't... He's not... He's not up there yet. He, he hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade, bro. You fucking tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. And welcome to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, at K the Rebel, and this is episode 71. The podcast's Instagram page is TCBL Podcast. My personal page on Instagram is at K the Rebel. Um, feel free to send any DMs with any questions, thoughts, opinions. Or you can also send an email at this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. First, I would like to take the time to say thank you to those who um, gave me feedback on episode 70 identity crisis when I talked about my journey to finding myself and how I know so many other people, whether they want to admit it or not, may have not gotten to a place where they feel like they have found themselves and that it is a process and that it is one that you should trust in and just do your best every day to do the work so that you can be the best version of yourself. And then I also did like some additional promotion for that episode and posted some clips that I felt aligned with me and how I would feel as I was on the process or journey uh, to finding myself and to see people just comment underneath it and to know that they could relate. I was like, this is so dope because there were times when I was struggling with trying to find myself completely. And then I was wondering like, oh, I wonder if it just me. And, you know, to get that confirmation that I am human that other people definitely can relate to me. That is extremely dope. So, um, I do have a big announcement that I am going to be making within a week or so. Stay tuned. And it is definitely um, relevant to the three-year anniversary of the podcast that is approaching, which is on March 21st. I started this episode off with that clip of Little Boosie um, going off on Dwayne Wade, you know, with all these interviews and stuff that he's doing. I think it's to promote a documentary. I don't know, is it already out or going to be coming out or whatever? But um, I'm not certain. I was I tried to do a little bit of research. I mean, I only got up to like maybe three pages on the Google search engine to find out if there was any clips or any type of quotes, you know, that were taking from interviews with um, Dwayne Wade stating that 
he really is going to get um his daughter which was born male um a sex change i don't know because that's what kind of prompted him a lot of people are saying that but i wasn't able to find any hardcore evidence where he stated that that's what he intended to do i mean i think it's a no-brainer that he would support it but if he's gonna do that now while the child is at the age they are now ugh, i i would hope not but um who who knows and me just saying that i'm sure somebody's got something to say and i'm gonna get into that a little bit later but for those people who are new here um on episode 65 i'd love you still that episode was basically based on this topic that we're revisiting again about um Dwayne wade's son zion who is now zaya and is referred to as female um on his own the child um, identifies as female and the home is being identified as female and now the world um knows about this and needs to kind of follow suit but on episode 65 i know i said that i admired Dwayne wade for accepting his son you know wanting to be a female but my question is um why are we still talking about this? Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm just not understanding. I'm, I'm super confused. And the reason why I'm confused is because, okay, I understand if you do want to promote your documentary that's coming out or already out. I'm not sure. I didn't research that because I really don't give a fuck. But anyways, I just want to know, yeah, how many interviews are you going to do? Because your documentary just needs to be about you. We don't need to spin this and make this about Zaya, um, formerly known as Zion. I just think there's a very like thin line between acceptance and endorsement. And uh, this has transitioned from acceptance to now we're just endorsing the fuck out of this whole thing. I mean, in reality, you know, Dwayne Wade, you kind of have no choice but to accept your 12-year-old child who wants to be identified as female. I mean, you fought your ex-wife hard for custody, so yeah. If you were going to be on some shit like, oh, you know, I disown the kid. I mean, at this point, I don't think you're going to, what are you going to do, send them back to go live with their mom? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I always kind of challenge people because I get a little annoyed anytime someone is like going really, really hard to push something. And with all these interviews and all this stuff, I'm just trying to figure out, who are you trying to convince? Is it yourself? Is it other people? I'm not really certain. But I just don't think that we need to keep talking about this at all. You know, if you really um, accept Zaya for being who she is, identifying as female, no longer male, then you don't need to prove to any of us how much you love or accept that child for who they who they are. Or like I know that he went on Ellen DeGeneres, as in Dwayne Wade, and he stated stupidity is a part of this world we live in. But here's the thing. I've been chosen to lead my family, not y'all. So we'll continue to be us and support each other with pride, love, and a smile. Okay. First of all, if people are not agreeing with you and your transgender child, 
don't you don't have to result to name calling or calling people stupid everyone is entitled to their opinion just because you accept that in your home other people are not going to accept that in their home i said that i admire you for doing that especially if this is genuine and you really 100 percent are okay with your son now wanting to be a, a girl and as i said on my episode previously although i admire him if he could do that I'm only admiring him from the perspective because I could never do that. Absolutely not. I I I I don't think that that I could. It would just I don't know how I, how I would feel about that if my son came to me saying that he wanted to be a woman and me saying that, you know, it has nothing to do with LGBTQ or the transgender community as a whole. It has nothing to do with that. It's just my son who I birthed, and that's just not what I want. That's not my vision, as I stated in that episode. That's just not what I what I would want. But um, yeah, Dwayne Wade. Okay, all right, we get it. Um, but just because people are not agreeing with you, you know, it 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 does not mean that they're stupid. And this is a beautiful segue into my other point. I think I've been wanting to make this for a long time on the podcast, but I was like kind of concerned, especially after I've received like some type of um, backlash for, I don't remember what episode it was, but I basically made a comment stating that um, they keep adding on all these letters with the LGBTQ, A, R, I, G, F, whatever, And that I was just annoyed by it and that I want there just to stop being all these letters and that I also want for the rainbow to just be a rainbow and that every time we see a rainbow that it doesn't have to be identified with the LGBTQ community. So I said that and some somebody didn't like it. I won't even say it was some people. It was just one person in particular. But anywho, um... I just want to say this, not everyone who disagrees with the LGBTQ community is homophobic or transphobic. I just think it's crazy that, you know, heterosexual folks got to like walk on eggshells all the time because this group of people is so easily offended. And at this point, I'm just not sure how many more accommodations you guys need. You know, you can get married. You've got Pride Week. Um, Some insurance companies will pay for you guys' medication when you're transitioning from man to woman, woman to man. I mean, the bathrooms are all gender neutral because of, you know, the LGBT community and all this stuff. So it's like, you guys have got to re-fucking-lax. Seriously, like... I just sometimes read the comments, you know, why am I lying? Ain't no sometimes. I read the comments all the time. And just all the comments, I guess, from, like, people that are, you know, homosexual, transgender, bisexual, whatever, different sexuals, however it goes. You know, every you got to stop trying to call other people ignorant and this, that, and other. It's, It's too much. We... We can have an opinion about about your lifestyle and how it and how it pertains to, I guess, our own 
personal thoughts or visions or if we feel that it doesn't fit into to to what we stand for or what we think and i'm not even talking about from like a religious standpoint i'm just talking about in general some people are just not riding that wave and just because they're not riding that wave they're not saying that the wave is necessarily fucked up of course there are those group of people that do throw religion into the into the whole um aspect of it and and do all that but then there are just other people that are just just not with it or you know and and that's just what it is no one is transphobic no one's homophobic some people just don't agree with with the, with the lifestyle some people just simply don't understand it like me i wouldn't say that i disagree with it half the time i just don't un, don't understand you know kind of like if we were going to go back and revisit this thing with you know Dwayne Wade's child like I, when he just keeps telling this story about how his son knew at three that he wanted to be a girl. I, I currently have a three-year-old, and that's a crock of bullshit. Um, my son just now is coming to realize that there are boys and that there are girls. But I'm not certain at three my child would be able to make any type of decision right now my three-year-old son, I don't think he could make a decision on if he wanted to be a girl. That part of the story I'm not buying because I'm a realist at the end of the day, and I believe logic trumps all, and that logically just doesn't fucking make sense. But yeah, I said what the hell I said. Not everybody that has an opinion about y'all is homophobic, transphobic, or, tra or it's not a personal attack against your community as a whole. So again... I'm going to reiterate, re-fucking-lax. Um, now, in other unfortunate news, um, Pop Smoke, so sad, like 20 years old, um, all these different, you know, stories going around about what exactly happened and led to, you know, the home invasion, which then resulted in his death. Um, it's, it's like... In December, I was having this conversation, of, you know, about, you know, Juice World and how I only knew about him because my daughter became a fan. I was not a fan of Pope's Pop Smoke, but I will say that he had a few songs that my daughter would play in the car and now that I would feel was a bop. Like, okay, all right. Um, especially the song Gaudy that he has with Travis Scott and everybody knows I'm definitely a huge Travis Scott fan. But I know that I like that song um, uh, very much so. But um, my daughter wanted tickets to go to his show for her B-Day um, in May. And they sold out so quick and that we weren't able to get them. And it's crazy because she wouldn't have been able to see him anyway, you know. And it's just a little um, alarming for, like, my daughter just seeing all these young people, people that are only a few years older than her, you know, just passing away. And I guess um, Juice World couldn't have spoke, you know, truer words when he said, what's the 27 club and we ain't making it past 21. And I believe that on 
the episode Lean Pills and Lyrics, my daughter was the one that, that had said that quote. And it's just, it's crazy because uh, that's what seems is, is kind of happening with all these young, talented folks. You know, they're being taken from the earth um, way too soon. And it really stinks when they're taking from the world or no longer here due to some type of, you know, hatred or vicious, malicious, evil act of violence. You know, the bottom line is the hate is so real, but the love is fake as fuck. In other uh, news that kind of has gone on um, within the past few days, uh, it looks like Neo and Crystal are getting a divorce. And she was spotted, like, all up on Ryan from Black Ink in, in the club, I think, All-Star Weekend. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. I see you. I definitely see you. I know you got tired of being uh, Neil's beard for all these years, and he has always given off homosexual vibes, in my opinion. So, you know, good for you, girl. Move right along. Um, I can't think of anything else that was happening, like, for Hot Topics. I saw that star Bram Cardi B's best friend, that her ass is going back to jail, and, like, the moment that she drops her baby, she has to, like, surrender herself. Because she's involved with some gang. I just, I'm just not understanding, like, why you want to continue to, like, live that life. And knowing that you were out on parole anyways. And then you still want to be affiliated. And it's funny because some people try to give other people the benefit of the doubt. And it's funny when I would listen to her podcast and all this stuff about what it was like when she was locked up and how she wouldn't go back. It's funny because I just wasn't buying it. So I'm not even surprised. It's really unfortunate for the unborn child, you know, that they have to come into this world under these circumstances. But it's like, when are we just going to leave the street shit alone? It's just not popping anymore. Just leave it alone, please. Um, next thing I want to uh, discuss real quick is um, something in regards to introverts. Let's just begin here. You extroverts, stop coming for the introverts. Now, people know that I'm introverted most of the time, well, kind of all of the time. But anyways, I am a super, my, my level of introvert is like to the 10th power, especially in, in the workplace. Um, and well, only because, you know, I'm working for a new company now. But yeah, I've already been you know, or had comments made how I don't speak to anyone. It's like, nigga, I'm not required to. I don't feel like it. I don't want to make friends with you people. I, I'm just not interested. Um, and also, it works both ways. I mean, I'm the new kid on the block, and I'm not going to be knocking down doors to get to know y'all. If anything, it should be the other way around. You guys should want to welcome me and embrace me and get to know me. That's not happening, and I'm not talking to you guys because I don't want to get to know you. Now, if you have time out of your day to notice that I don't talk to you guys, clearly it's bothering you, so that would then be your opportunity to then say something to me. You know, it's not happening that way. So, yeah, when y'all are gathering around doing your cuckoo and hee-hee and ha-ha, I'm not participating in that. So, we have, like, these meetings, and... They're, like, done with something that's similar to Skype. Like, you get the email thing and Outlook, and then you click on it. 
So you can show your face or you cannot show your face. Since I've been there, I don't show my face because I think it's creepy. Some of these people be too fucking close to the camera and some of them are ugly and you know how I feel about that. And I don't want to look at you. So yeah, I get an email today like mad petty. Oh yeah, and in today's meeting, can you please make sure that, you know, you put your camera on? Okay, see bitch, this is why. Leave me alone. Why do I got to have my camera? Why do you need to look at me? Why? If I need to comment during the meeting, which half the time I don't, because that's another part of me being an introvert, I don't really comment on shit that I don't give a fuck about or is irrelevant to me, which is, you know, that's just what it is. But why do you, why do you, why are you trying to take me out of my comfort zone? Why are you doing this? Like, just, just stop. And it's so funny because there was a post probably about a week ago from somebody that I follow and it was so, so great. And I was like, oh, I wonder how one day I could talk about this on the podcast and boom, check it. That's exactly how uh, it worked out for me with me going through what I was going through um, so far at work. And the post was how to care for introverts. And it was a list of things. Starting with, respect their need for privacy and to spend time on their own. Number two, never embarrass them in public. Number three, let them observe first in new situations. Oh, God, I love this one. And that's exactly what I'm doing with my new employer. I've only been there for about 90 days. I'm still feeling everybody out. I can already tell who's fraudulent and I can already tell who's mm, yay or nay. But either way, I'm still testing the waters. Um, number four, give them time to think. Don't demand instant answers. Yes, because most introverts, we are very reflective. We've, we're always or, or thinking about something. That's just what we do. And uh, number five is don't interrupt them. Hello, yeah, when we are in our little introverted mode or antisocial mode, leave people the fuck alone. The next one is give them advance notice of expected changes in their lives. Absolutely, introverts don't really, we're not really that open to change. We don't really like the whole, I can never say this word, spontaneity. <laughs> Yeah, being spontaneous just ain't our thing since I can't say that word. Um, give them 15-minute warnings to finish whatever they are doing before calling them to dinner or moving on to the next activity. Yeah, sometimes for me, I won't have a smooth transition if somebody's making me like feel like it's like a maze-type situation. I need things to kind of go in order, like if it's step one through six, we can't just get out of sequence somehow. That kind of doesn't work for me. Um, next is reprimand them privately. Uh, well, I'm not sure what introvert that applies to, but it most certainly doesn't apply to me. No one reprimands me for anything. Well, I guess in a workplace that might would happen. Yeah, if someone needed to address me about something I was doing wrong, like maybe in the workplace. Yeah, they definitely don't need to do it in public. That 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 would not work for me. Um, teach them new skills privately rather than in public. I would have to agree with that. I don't, I feel like if someone's training me on something, I hate being trained in a group. I'd rather be trained like on a one-on-one -on -one type situation. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with that. I don't want to be in front of everybody. Um, 
do not push them to make lots of friends. Yeah, I've heard that a few times in my life where people are like, oh, you need to go, you need to probably make some more friends. Do I? Mm, probably not. I don't be liking people, so there's no need. Whoever I have now, that's that's fine. That'll do for now. Um, and the last one is respect their introversion. Don't try to remake them into extroverts. Yeah, I don't want to be an, an, an extrovert. I always be an introvert first and foremost. I think that depending on the setting that I am, I'm learning to turn the introvert switch on and off. But that does not mean or give anybody the audacity to think that I'm just going to become an extrovert totally and give up my introvert lifestyle. No, 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 no. Definitely not interested in that. And I guess the thing I want to talk about that is kind of relevant while there's like I've been kind of seeing all types of death around me, not just with, um, you know, the, the celebrity world or anything. Even there were deaths that were um, close to home. Um my brother's best friend, who I kind of considered like a little brother um, due to the bond that he had with my brother and just with him being brought around the family, um, passed away in a very tragic car accident. Um, rest in peace to him. And then also seeing um, my husband's childhood friend um, lose a family member as well. And, you know, every time some there is some type of death I know for me, sometimes I start instantly start thinking like about maybe people I don't talk to anymore. You know, we're not cool anymore, whether it left off on a good or, or, or bad note. You know, sometimes I'll think about those things like, oh, like, okay, well, what if that person, you know, were to be deceased or whatever? Like, how would that really affect me? And... Um, today, it's funny that my sister posted probably about two hours ago, like on her story, and it said, speak to people in a way that if they died the next day, you'd be satisfied with the last thing you said to them. And I can't emphasize this enough. And I could probably be on board with that depending on the circumstance, but I would have to say in general, I can't say that I agree with that post. Only because we sometimes can't let death rob us of feelings or things that we may have had towards certain people. And as much as that phrase is kind of cliche and overused about keeping the same energy, I think that that phrase applies to sometimes um, in, in death and and situations and with that being said like um let's just see if someone that I guess I was no longer speaking to and I have an issue with them and I don't know let's just say their mom passed away maybe I haven't spoke to this person in like seven eight years I'm not really certain that I'm going to reach out to them and be like, oh, sorry for your loss. Um, and that may make me sound like I'm cold-hearted, but I really don't think it's coming from a place of 
malice. It's definitely not coming from a place of disrespect. I just feel like if I never was going to pick up the phone to say, hey, you know, I want closure. I want us to, you know, speak again. Or I want this. Or I just want to see how you're doing, even though we're not on the best of terms. Then why would I call you to give sympathy or condolences? I mean, I... I just would, I just, to me, I just feel like, you know, we're just surrounded by so much fake love. There aren't really authentic uh, connections in today's society. You know, a lot of things are just not genuine and real. And me as being a realist, I'm not doing anything that's fake or pretending. And sometimes we have to stop using that. Oh, but that's the right thing to do or that's the proper thing to do. Says who? I mean, you know, so I guess with that being said, yeah, I'm not really probably gonna hop on that uh, bus and um, go along with, you know, this whole, you know, death is supposed to bring people closer together. I mean, if we didn't fuck with each other before, a certain death took place, then let's just keep that going. You know, I think sometimes definitely, you know, if it's like a sibling type thing or whatever, maybe you haven't spoke to your brother or sister in years and y'all uh, parent passes away and then that brings you guys closer. Yes, that's understandable. But I feel like people that, yeah, you don't, you know, fuck with anymore. It's not, it's not for a reason. You know, if they were, they experience some type of death or even if they were to pass away themselves like I just don't think that I have to start necessarily feeling different and I guess it's because as I'm getting older and you know I really take the time to analyze relationships that I have with certain people I guess you know as I said to my mom Maybe we should flip that saying about how we need to treat people, you know, I guess, or not say things to them that we might regret. God forbid if they were to pass away tomorrow or the week after. I mean, that, that, that's a, that's a no-brainer. I mean, one thing we know is that death is real, death is constant. But what I will say is this, is that um, if anything, I feel like, we should start analyzing the true value and meaning of the relationships we have with people. Where so, if they were to pass away, how would you really feel? And if you wouldn't be choked up or you wouldn't be impacted emotionally, then that is probably a way for you to decide if that person really is someone you should hold close and dear you know or whatever to to your heart like would you really miss them if they were no longer on this earth you know you have to really kind of think about that and I think that will kind of help you know or it makes it easier because I'm a person that's all about that's kind of black and white I don't like the shades of gray so with that being said yeah you would know like okay, if I fuck with this person the long way, that's because, okay, even though they get on my nerves, sometimes they're annoying, that if I ever got that call that they weren't here no more, yo, I'm going to be fucked up out here. Those are people that you need to keep near and dear to you. But other people that if you know for real, for real, that you wouldn't drop a tear, you would just kind of be like, 
oh man this is terrible i really didn't see that coming wow like oh i just saw them like two months ago at a party wow you know and then you, if you can keep functioning on with your day and you don't feel you know any different emotionally then that tells you everything you need to know about your your bond or lack thereof of uh, with that individual um and this week um i have a real short and simple word with k and that would be when you're being present in someone's life you need to make sure that your presence is felt in all aspects and that's only because there's nothing worse than someone that is absent within their presence and if that went over your head that's just too damn bad until next time, I'm out.